All right, we are we are live. Welcome to the Action Takers podcast. I am your co-host Nate. We have JC here with us as always. JC, how is it going over there in Bali? Dude, uh, Bali is uh it's it's pretty incredible. Like I, I'm not like one of our uh, one of our friends who had visited Bali before us and was kind of telling us some of her um, experiences and situations and the things that she loved and things that she wanted us to kind of do. And I had to look at my wife and I was like, I love that she's providing this information, but we're kind of those people who are kind of like, I don't want to say lone wolves, but like people who want to like kind of experience it on their own and be able to have that first rate knowledge instead of living life kind of through someone else's experiences. And because things have changed so much, uh, from the time, you know, pre-pandemic to post-pandemic here, specifically in Bali, like we're staying in this uh, like condo resort area and you can just tell that like this place was closed down for fucking two years. Like the, like the sidewalk is eroding, but like the place we're staying in is like beautiful. It's this beautiful like townhouse looking thing that's two stories. It's fucking ginormous and it's amazing. And it's got a beautiful pool, but then like the restaurant looks like shit. And then like the other pool area looks like alligators live there. And uh, so we're doing good. It's dude, Bali's just it's uh it's it's a unique it's a unique place to say the least. Oh man, that's that uh, sounds interesting. But yeah, it sounds uh, cool at the same time. I mean, you're uh, uh, the, the thing that still always surprises me is when we're talking and telling these stories of just how how cheap you can go out and eat get all this really good food and it just costs next to nothing. <laughs> and it, you can't even get a McDonald's meal for uh, as much as uh, you're spending over there for full family meal. Well, it, so we went to, uh, we were, we were going, we were, I was looking for running shoes and because I'm burning through shoes, my feet are all messed up and I'm trying to figure out a pair of running shoes, especially out here in Bali. Cause like I'll go into one of these runs and it's so hot and humid that I'm, I'm, I look like I dove into the fucking ocean and like shoes on and all like it, my feet are like, you can hear my feet go squish, 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 squish with every fucking step. And I just can't get my feet dry, which is a problem when you go run like 27 miles, like your feet get destroyed when they're sopping wet. Um, so anyways, we were venturing out to try and find uh, some shoes. And unfortunately we swung and missed because apparently I'm in part of the world where there's a bunch of knockoffs and the knockoffs are not very good. But we're cruising through, we see a Burger King, and I'm like, you know what, my son's not feeling great, like, a Burger King, like, happy meal-ish thing comes with a toy, that really kind of just fire him up a little bit. And sure enough, dude, like, we went in there, and they had, like, your typical Burger King menu of, like, the Whopper and the Junior and the Fire Whopper, whatever it is. And then on the kids' menu, they have, like, it looked like a mixed between kfc and uh your panda express it had deep fried chicken and then like a rice bowl and my son's like can i have french fries please like i don't want the rice but we added it up anyways like three meals so we we did some comparative math from the last time we had fast food uh back in california and it cost us about 45 dollars in the united states for at least in california for like three meals and we looked at it in Bali at Burger King, same establishment that we went to, and it was it was ten dollars for all three meals. And it just you look at it, you're like, the di- there's no difference. Like this is still gonna give me diarrhea later. Like you know what I mean? Like it's still <laughs> like it's just still the same shit. And I just I'm just yeah, dude, I'm absolutely shocked. I tell people these stories about like, how inexpensive things are, 
but the quality is just, I mean, not Burger King is not, uh, you know, not a five-star restaurant, but we've been to a couple of five-star restaurants and it's like, you know, we ordered eight, nine rolls of sushi, fresh sushi. That's like, you know, freshly caught down the street. And it was like 13 bucks for all three of us to eat. And it's just, yeah, it's super remarkable how inexpensive it is. Yeah. I mean, that, that is awesome. Especially, you know, you just figure you're in a tourist area. Um, you just figure you're going to always be paying, you know, extra for the stuff and to really not be uh, having to pay extra and really, uh, you know, get to do probably enjoy a lot more things than you would, you know, going to vacation to some of these, uh, other places where it would be just as expensive as the U S or even more. Well, I mean, just to give you an idea, I mean, like our, our particular establishment, we got, we booked on an Airbnb. It's, it's got all the, you know, Americanized stuff where, um, you know, things are, you know, it's spoken in English that the landlord lives in California and, uh, we're right on the beach. Like we're, literally steps away from the beach and if you but at the same time if you want to go to some big fancy resort yeah you could spend 200 dollars a night like it's not it's not difficult to do um so yeah the price difference is just absolutely crazy but what else what else we got enough of enough of my dream life okay it i i went on a run this morning and i'm just cruising through on the beach and i'm like this is i, I mean someone pinched me i just i love i love what we're doing it's uh there's definitely been some challenges like they don't have uh, Hidden Valley Ranch. Um, there's no Michelob Ultras, and finding like nutritional stuff is is a little bit more difficult. Like they don't have Gatorade. They have this other weird like sugar water with salt in it, which is, tastes horrible. Um, but other than that, dude, like pinch me. It's 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 been pretty amazing. But what what else is on the list? What what do we got? What do we got today for the uh, the Action Takers podcast? You know, so this is something from last episode, and it, I had heard it on a, an older podcast, and um, it was a Sean Whalen and, and Andy Fursell there, and Sean Whalen had brought up the uh, this idea of being a lighthouse or a tugboat, and it, it kind of got me thinking, you know, what how we kind of tend to live our lives, and, and the analogy is just uh, you can either be a lighthouse. And, and shine your light and have people come to you and, you know, basically, you know, leading by example, uh, you know, showing people the way uh, and people can choose, you know, just what a lighthouse does. They can, the, you can see there's a lighthouse there. I mean, the cliffs there, you can choose to turn your boat, go the right way, or you can ignore it and just crash uh, versus being a tugboat and going out and saving people or, you know, tugboat doesn't really say, but it's, it's grabbing boats, it's moving boats. So, you know, and I put the analogy of, you know, when you're in a tugboat, you're, you're going out and saving people and it's can be a lot of work. Um, and, and you're, it's not very effective, right. You know, doing one, 1% of time or, and it, it just, it just got me thinking that there, there are a lot of times when, you know, what you're trying to do, if you're trying to help someone, you know, you're in that tugboat mentality, you're trying to help them. They don't want to listen. They don't want to do things. And where it can be draining if, if you're really trying to, you know, put an effort versus just being that lighthouse and saying, Hey, this is what I'm doing. This is the way this is, you know, um, this is how you can better yourself or whatever it is that you want to be that light for. Um, and, and then people can choose to follow you or, or, or not. And if they're not, you know, you basically is just, you know, not stressing about it. You gave them an opportunity and they can go about their way. They can, you know, they make the choice. And it's just interesting because it can kind of just go into so many layers of things, whether it's at work, whether it's in your personal life, whether it's in 
or just personal development stuff that um, social media, you know, trying to trying to create that. And, and that's where it really, I think, can come down to, too, is what, you know, we're trying to do on social media is, is show the way, right? You're showing people how they can uh, go on this trip, uh, go on vacation. Uh, anyone can do it. You can just rent out your house. You can, boom, just start doing it. And, you know, you're being that lighthouse and showing people how to do it. And, everyone, and, you know, a lot of people still question you, like, eh, I, don't think I, no, I don't think it works that way. Uh, I don't think I can do that, I, you know. And, and it's just that kind of, um, you, you know, where, where you're doing it and you're showing people how to do it. And then it's just, it's on them instead of you just trying to convince them and, and putting that effort. Oh, yeah, you can do this, do that, you know, and, and, and really drain yourself. Um, Sorry, I got long-winded there, but I don't know. So what, what do you kind of think about that concept, being a lighthouse or being a tugboat? Well, for a guy who wants to buy a boat and live on a boat for an extended period of time, the nautical reference I appreciate. Okay, I can, I can, I can definitely hone in on this analogy. And when it, when it comes to this particular analogy, I, I think it's a really good one um, because I think most of my life I spent being the tugboat. I was in a particular position as a deputy sheriff. I was a guy on the SWAT team. I, I, I led guys into you know warrant searches. I, I executed a lot of different things and taught a lot of different guys and gals different techniques on how to essentially find the bad guy and essentially be the tugboat one person at a time. And you look at your life and it's draining. It's, it's incredible. It's a, a large amount of effort. Um, but I think that was the only way for an extended period of time. Um, because I think the gatekeepers had the keys to the gates in the sense of the way that uh, media was essentially distributed. Like if I was going to want to publish something um, back in the 80s or the early 90s, I either had to you know, work at a radio station, I either had to get some big time TV television people to essentially buy into my concept, uh, film a movie, write a book and have it get it, and hopefully get it published by someone. And these gatekeepers were there to essentially where you kind of had to be the tugboat and you had to be, you know, you, you kind of had to, you know, deal with things in a small, you know, a small wave at a time. And, um, I think nowadays the ability to be the lighthouse is much easier, but I also think it's much easier to ignore. Um, so I, I love this reference. Um, in my particular situation right now, I've had to make that transition where, a lot of people in the last couple months have, have really asked and really considered and really wanted to know, like, you know, why? Like, how, well, how do you do it? And I got to sit down with them and explain to them every single time, like, well, we did this, this, and this, and then we did this, and now we're here living in Bali. People are like, well, like, what? I mean, what direction? And it's like, listen, like, I subscribe to the YouTube channel, pay attention, listen to our podcast and fi- and w- and just learn, consume the content and then go out there and execute it and take some action. So, I think I've, you know, I've had to make that transition especially, you know, having a law enforcement background, having a coaching background, I'm not really having access to the keys to the castle, but now you do. Like with social media, you know, pick a platform and start talking to people and the people who want to listen will listen, who people want to pay attention to that light before they smash into the rocks and go in the direction that, you know, they think you're going in is, is absolutely incredible and incredibly powerful. Yeah. And, and it's, it's even sometimes, and you'll try and help someone, you know, they, they didn't ask for help and, and it's, it kind of even, it was, it was a reminder of this. And like, you know, I just I had messaged someone about, you know, something they posted and they're like, 
they kind of got upset about it. It seemed like, and like, Oh, just worry about yourself. And, and it just kind of reminded me of that, of like, yeah, when you're trying to even give advice or, or something small, you know, be that tugboat. It's like a lot of people, it's a lot of work. A lot of people don't want it versus uh, just, just doing your thing and showing what you're doing. And, and kind of even transitions to the topic of like, you know, you're, you're doing your stuff every day. Uh, at least for me, you know, going to the gym at, you know, five, 6 AM every day. And, you know, I'll get people to say, oh man, slow down, take it easy, take a rest. It's like, no, I, I don't, I don't want to take a rest. I don't want to take it easy. I'm trying to show what you can do and what I know that needs to be done to get out of the place I'm in and get to the place where I want to go. You know, you have a vision, you have this thing that you want to do, whether it's traveling the world, whether it's just moving yourself from your current situation to a better situation that's not uh, average. And, you know, it, it takes those things of, of a lot of people don't understand it, you know, and they question it or tell you, oh, you know, take a rest, be, be like me, essentially, right? It's essentially what they're saying is like, oh, you know, you're, you're, you're working too hard, you're doing too much. And it's like, no, this is what I want to be doing. Uh, I enjoy this. And, and, you know, like I said, trying to be that light for people, for those that want to choose to, to, to follow or be inspired or, or kind of get on that same path. Well, and I, I would say one thing to those particular people trying to slow you down. Um, I'll see you at Thanksgiving. <laughs> you know what I mean? Because there's no room for you yeah. in my life anymore. Like I, I, I've, I legitimately, and this is sad, but there's there's family members that are friends of mine who I just absolutely I don't communicate with anymore because I'm tired. I'm. Like for example, like every it felt like every time I would go home um, to my home city that I grew up in, I would get inundated with these questions and this like, well, why? Like, wh- why are you doing all this? Like, why don't you just get a regular job? Like, why don't you just do what we're all doing? And it's like, deleted, deleted. Oh, I'm not coming back here. I literally looked at my wife and I'm like, I'm not coming back here. I'm just not um, because I need to remove it from my life because it's such. <laughs> at least for me, it's a drain on me. It's like, then I start questioning myself. And if I don't have those negative influences, if I don't have that, um, if I don't have that individual who's painting a picture, um, that isn't the path that I want to go on, I'll see it Thanksgiving, maybe, maybe at Christmas. I don't know. But, and, and there's nothing wrong with that. I think a lot of people like, you know, people will say like, well, you know, um, you know, blood is thicker than water, you know, family is, you know, family, like you can't ever give up on your family. I'm like, I'm not giving up on them. I don't not love them. I not, I don't not care about them. Like if they have an emergency and need me, I will respond. I will absolutely answer the phone call in the middle of the night. But at the same time, if you're going to be a negative influence and you're going to say, slow down, why, why would you ever go to Bali? It's so there's terrorists over there. And you're like, well, motherfuckers, like there's terrorists here. Okay. Like it, it's the way it goes. So I, you know, again, I'm, 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 <laughs> I take the Gary V stance and just remove them from my life. Definitely. And, and, and it's, it's, you just, man, I don't even know, uh, trying to explain it, but yeah, I, I mean, it is, and it's not, you know, it's not, it's not that you're mean. It's not that you're, you're trying to even put those people down or it's, it's just that you do realize that like, okay, these certain people don't have the same, you know, the same things that you want to do. And man, I, I started reading this book. Um, it's called the 10 pillars of wealth. Um, and it, you know, I found it at a used bookstore look like, um, almost like a self-published self-made type book. I mean, 
you know, just something real basic, but I'm reading it and, it, and it's stuff that I've read before and, and, and all this stuff and stuff, you know, he's kind of repeating it, but it's just a reminder of like, you know, those things that we talk about, you know, there's the people that, uh, how are you spending your weekends? How are you spending your free time? Are you watching Netflix? Are you going out and drinking? Are you, um, you know, just watching football on Sundays, you know, or are you using that time to uh, work on your business, work on yourself? Um, and, and it's, it's just those things where, you know, you got people choose to do other things and you're choosing to do something else. And, and, you know, it, it they just don't understand they don't, or they, you know, you grow apart or however it is, you just remove yourself from those people because you're on your path and, and you're focused and, and doing it. And, um, and just like I said, the people are trying to slow you down and, and just don't understand. Well, I also think it has a lot to do with the, uh, the energy that they produce around you. And I'll, I'll kind of go through, I, I wrote down a list of things that like, I'm really trying to harness and ingrain in my son and the positivity and the positive outlook on life, I think is so important. And we have these, we, what I call bad words, essentially can't, shouldn't, bored, um, you know, and then the rest of the cuss words that, you know, a four year old shouldn't be spitting out. But I, <laughs> I want to go over, I want to go over the you know, a list with you of some, some sentences that I think a lot of people, if they just removed or changed, it could, it could essentially enhance their life and be able to be able to get them on a level that you're on. Does that make sense? So like, for, for example, Definitely. I can do that compared to, I can't do that. I can't afford that. I want to buy that. I want to feel good. I don't feel good. I want more money. I don't have enough money. I want more money. I don't know how to get more money. I want more money. That person is getting more money than me, and it's more than his or her share. I want to be. <laughs> I gotta. Re- I gotta be able to read my handwriting. I want to be. I want to be skinny. I am fat. <laughs> I want a new car. My car is old. And those phrases are. So, it's the same. It's the same. It's the same topic. It's the same you know, noun, adjective, and verb. I don't know if those are real, but it's the same shit that you're saying. It's just how are you saying it and how are you wording it and how, what kind of energy are you sending out in the world? And it's something that I'm trying to ingrain with my four-year-old. He looks at me and goes, I can't do a backflip. I go, absolutely you can. I will toss you up in the air. I'll throw you off this pool ledge and you're going to do a backflip because you can. And it's about changing that energy. And I think if the people that are around you speak in that negative tone and speaking of the can'ts and shouldn't and wouldn't those people don't need to be around you anymore hell i just made a youtube video about me uh running a marathon and with only seven weeks of training and the reason why i did that is because someone told me yeah you probably can't do that well yeah i i no longer hang out with you <laughs> and i personally i didn't call you out in this video but you're the reason why you know the video starts out like this way and uh i don't know it's just one of those things that you know, that energy that we try and deliver into the world, I think has a lot to do with our successes. I, I agree. And, and I'm just going to add one more um, that that is a big one. And, and it has to just do with, I think, being grateful. But then also just, like you said, having positive energy is, is the I have to do this versus I get to do this, right? Uh, I have to go to work today. No, you get to, I get to go to work today. I get, you know, I... I I have to pay my bills. No, I get to pay my bills. Like, you know, th- there's those, that, that just that even versus I have to versus I get to, you know, and, and that it, it just, 
definitely, I think, changes things. The words are better that you, because you, when you really think about it, you do, you get to go do all these things, whatever it is that most people see as negative. It's like, no, I get to do that. Cause you know, the, all, you know, there's all the, all the list of alternatives that you can put that you're not, uh, you know, getting to do, you know, you, you could, you, you know, it's just being grateful, showing gratitude and, and just changing that mindset. Cause I, I like everything we talk about and it always kind of one way or another goes to that mindset of, you know, what you're doing, staying disciplined, getting to do things and, and just doing it even when you don't want to. And, and even that, like, um, I think sometimes we don't use it enough is that, you know, getting that chip on our shoulder because someone tells us we can't do it. Someone doesn't see what we see, you know, getting, uh, getting kicked to the curb, getting dumped, getting whatever it is, you know, because, you know, you, you make some mistakes or, or whatever it is. And, and, you know, what, what, one of the best examples, right. Uh, Michael Jordan, you know, what he got cut from his, I think junior high basketball team and being the best basketball player all the time, you know, like we, we need those chips on our shoulder. We need those people telling us we can't do it or not believing in us or whatever it is to just to get that push every day to be like, no, I'm going to do this and I'm going to show you, even if that person never even sees it, but you, you have that motivation, right? That, 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 that extra, uh, extra energy, extra drive to, you know, get these things done. Taking souls, right? It's uh, it's one of those things that we a lot of people measure us by our failures, and I measure myself based on my failures. And I think failing is absolutely the most critical, important part. The greatest people who have done some of the greatest things in the world have failed more than they have succeeded. And when you're at bat at the MLB level, okay, you're Michael Jordan. You given up this wonderful career in the NBA to being the greatest basketball player ever to go out and just fail over and over and over. But the important part is, do do you get that one jack? Do you get that one home run? Because that that's the only thing that matters. Like that's the, absolutely the only thing that matters. And I was, you know, it, it brings me to the uh, you know, old Colonel Sanders. Okay, Kentucky Fried Chicken. The dude was like fucking 72 years old before he made any money he failed at every single restaurant he his concepts just considerably failed over and over and over for 40 years and then all of a sudden the guy is almost he's worth hundreds of millions of dollars and i think it's one of those things that you know people are going to judge you on your failures and i think it's one of those things that you can actually take that fire and you just you pump that shit into your head and you just want to prove them wrong. It's great fuel. It's absolutely freaking rocket fuel to, you know, your future, the things that you want to do in your life. I, I, I need those people. Like as many, as many of those people that I remove out of my life, out of negativity, I read the negative fucking comments. I re, I read the negative shit that people say about me. I, you know, I, I consume that stuff because it, it's what drives me. What doesn't drive me is the person that's, you know, jogging alongside of me while I'm on mile 25 of a 26-mile race, and they're like, great job, you're doing excellent. No, I want the motherfucker that says, I don't think you're going to finish. I think you're going to fail right here. I think you're going to blow out your hamstring, and you're going to fucking, you're gonna have to, you're gonna get bit by a rattlesnake in Death Valley, and they're going to clean you up on the side of the road with these fucking buzzards. I want that individual, you know, feeding me my fuel. The person, you know, the, the super positivity... Just absolutely, you know, it's it's one of those things that it's just it. I I need. I I just I don't need the super positivity. I I need the negativity. 
Definitely. And, and I think, I mean, the recognition is nice and, and I, I guess there's a difference, right? Like, um, uh, the rec- recognition after you accomplish something is always good. You know, it, it, it uh, but yeah, I know what you mean. Like in the process of things, it's like, it can be like, um, you know, get you, I guess you can maybe say get you off your game or they, they don't do it intentionally, but it, it's, it, it's like, yeah, like you said, you, you want those people not to believe in you because it adds a feel to the fire. Um, you know, it allows you to say, watch me. Um, and, and, you know, it just gives you that drive to, to keep going if you really need it, you know, you, you probably don't need it, but you know, it just adds that, that little extra to, to do it. And, and like, to think back to any, any of those situations where you're trying to, you know, lay out your vision and people say, no, that's not the right way. That's not how you do it. No, you should do it this way. No, you know, you're just like, no, I'm going to do it my way. I'm going to show you that this is the way and it's going to be right. And I'm going to prove you wrong. Uh, there's just there's just something about that, and it's, it is a great feeling. It's a damn good feeling. I can promise you that. Like it's 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 funny to watch people, you know, kind of cringe when they have to eat their words, and it just you know, I just smile. Like I don't shove it in their face, but it's one of those things that you're like, oh yeah, yeah, I did that, yeah, because it's fucking hard. And you know, at least for me, like this entire year is meant to be difficult. It's meant to make my make me, my wife, my son incredibly uncomfortable and to be able to recognize that, you know, there's a different way of life and doing hard shit gets you to win really cool prizes. And it's as it's as easy as that. Except it's gonna be incredibly hard. <laughs> I, I agree. You know, um, you know, I keep I keep harping on it. I I feel like uh, every every episode that we record of that building momentum and, and that momentum feeling and, and when when you know it's there and it's and it's you know you're seeing you can finally see little little slivers of things that are that are going you know your way or, or that are happening and it's it's you know it's it's that's even an extra driver too to keep pushing forward and knowing what you're doing is worth it and and um, man just you you know utilizing your time doing doing things um what what you believe that you should be doing and it it's man it, it's just a great feeling i can't agree with you more good feelings all around huh the uh i, I was gonna make a comment and it i gotta recognize that this is not a typically an r-rated podcast i was gonna say something that anyways what so with that being like what what else is on the what else is on the agenda today we got a we got a few minutes left what um there's a couple things that ah let's see how's the how are the goals going for 2023? I mean, so we we just finished up February. Uh, the goals are you know they're in progress. You know, uh, I've won uh, both both January and February. You know, for my daily tasks. Uh, you know, did did have a couple days where I lost, but you know, overall both won the month and. And that's, you know, that, I think that's one of the things too of, of goals and, and really for this year, for me is, is more, I have the goals, I wrote, I wrote them down, I look at them, but it's more of just those daily habits. And, and when you really realize when you're doing the habits that will eventually, you know, help towards those goals or reach those goals, it, it's, that's what's building the momentum of, of doing these things, you know, being, uh, you know, going to the gym, reading, you know, adding knowledge every day. Uh, talking to one one new person every day, letting them know about you know who I am, what I do, uh, posting uh, to social media every day, creating a piece of content every day, you know, doing all those things, 
yeah, <laughs> am I blowing up and have a hundred thousand followers and and all this stuff? No, but but what I'm doing is getting better every day at all those things to eventually lead to that um, you know bigger following, uh, growing the business with more people knowing what I do and, and actually you know and using my services and adding knowledge and, and getting to where I want to go. Um, so the goals, yeah, they're everything is going well. Uh, you know, working towards them every day. How about you? I mean, what, what what's going on with yours? Well, they're uh, they're getting done. It's uh, there's there's this <laughs> there's a sentence I read every day, and it's uh, just be consistent, and keep moving forward. Um, because I think consistency is king. Um, I you know I, I looked at my goals today, and I was I was doing the math on like how many miles I ran in the last two months, and it's four hundred and five miles, which is a long fucking way. <laughs> I've spent, don't do the math guys. Cause I, I don't want to, you know, my, my mile time is not very fast, but I've spent 91 hours in the last two months of just running. That's fucking days of just running. And I was looking at that and I'm like, it doesn't feel like that much. You know what I mean? Like when you put it into a bigger number and you start adding up, you know, those, just those small runs every day, the longer runs on Saturday, the longer runs on Sunday, the miles just add up and it's, and it's really easy to see. It's really easy to see a little too far ahead of me. And I really have to stay focused on the now and really focused on being present and being patient and being deliberate every single day. So my goals are going really well. Um, as I'm slowly con like it, you know, it, th- these, I have these weird expectations and then I have to read this like paragraph I read every morning to really kind of hone in back and really be focused on the things that I need to do. Because I look at my YouTube channel every single day because we post consistently and it's like, oh, it's not, we're only at 94 followers. And it's like, well, yeah, dipshit, you've been only doing it for like four weeks. Like, that's incredible. That's it. Like, if I had 94 people sitting in front of me right now, it would fill this entire house. You know what I mean? That's a remarkable feat. And I, you know, at least for me, my goals are something that I have to keep in perspective, but also I'm excited about. Definitely. And, and I'm just going to, uh, uh, elaborate on one thing you're, you're cause it is true to me that yes, consistency is key, uh, but consistency with purpose, right. You know, uh, when you're showing up to the things, are you doing something purposeful, right? You're not just running every day you're running uh, a good distance uh every day and adding to it you know when i show up to the gym it's not just uh, i'm here at the gym so i checks the box no it's like you're <laughs> showing up every day but putting in the work that goes along with it because because uh, there are a lot of consistent people and and well wes watson talks about this but they're they're not getting anywhere right there's <clears throat> people will show up to work consistently every single day right day in day out and, but they're still at the same spot after five years, no promotions, no, you know, so, um, it's, it's consistency with purpose. I just want to add to that, add that in. Cause, uh, you know, you, you do see a lot of consistent people, but they're still in the same spot. Well, let, let me, let me rephrase my statement. Consistency <laughs> with doing hard shit. Okay. Like you quote that. All right. There we so go. like, there we go. cause it's funny. Cause like when we talk about consistency, right. And I, I call consistency King, like, at least for me, because I know me personally and I know how hard I work, 
I just need to be consistent. I'm the crazy dumbass that signs up for a hundred mile marathon, ultra marathon before I run a fucking real marathon. You know what I mean? So like, I think you have to change your mindset. And I think the people who are, are going to look at us or this podcast or, or you and I as individuals or business owners, they're going to be like, well, I, you know, I'm really consistent. And you're like, yeah, you sit on the fucking couch every night and watch Netflix for four hours. Like you're, you're going to, I spend more time on my feet running than you do fucking doing anything in your life. You know what I mean? So, um, yeah, I, in, at least for me, if you listen to this podcast, your consistency is fucking king, but you got to do hard shit. Okay. And get it done. Yes. Don't only, don't only listen, uh, put things into action, you know, uh, be effective. Uh, that, that's another thing that, uh, you know, really sometimes you, you catch yourself like, man, I'm so busy. Well, yeah, you're busy, but were you effective what, with what you were doing? You know, and I, I got to catch myself sometimes because I'm like, man, I feel like I'm so busy right now. I'm just busy. I can't. But you got you got to change that to, am I being effective while I'm busy? You know, because sometimes people can be effective and and do in three hours. What takes some people do eight hours. So, um, you know, always just building off that. Like, like you're saying, man, you're you're running for hours a day. You're being effective with that time that someone's spending. Uh, you know, man, I was busy at work doing stuff. Like, yeah, but what'd you really get done? Were you effective? So, uh, just, just to add on our consistency and, and what we're doing is, is, you know, be effective with it as well. So one of my, one of my hacks for this is the, the, at least for me, this is how I kind of articulate it. The night before I kind of set out a schedule for the next day. And I, I kind of, I don't always write it down. I lay it out on my head. Most of the time I'm sitting there, you know, reading one of my books and I put it down and I, you know, my final thought is what I'm going to accomplish in the next day. And I try and schedule out time. Uh, my wife and I are essentially co-owners of this YouTube channel and we've got a, it's a, we're treating it like a business. So we sit down and we talk, you know, every single night, all right, tomorrow's schedule is this, this is what we got to accomplish. These are the things we got to do. And we give ourselves time frames on each individual task. And that for me is like a fucking cheat code when it comes to getting shit done and being really efficient. So like, for example, yesterday, you know, um, I had a long run and then we wanted to spend some family time together, which we scheduled. We went and had lunch and we, you know, talked and communicated and, and played in the sand and it was great. And then at that moment from like two o'clock, two thirty until about five thirty, my time was spent editing videos. So I went by myself to a fucking coffee shop. I put my headphones in. I sat in the corner. I ignored everyone else in the world. Cause there's a, a lot of unique people here in Bali. Um, and I just got to work. And it was, it was surprisingly what you can accomplish when you have that hyper-focused, you know, anal retentive fucking schedule where you go, I'm doing this from this time to this time. And when it's done, it's done. Definitely. Uh, and, and that's, uh, I mean, you, when you, especially when you set those, that time like that of like, Hey, I'm going to do this, uh, for this amount of time. It's, it's crazy how, how much you can get done. You know, whether it's I'm going to read, I'm going to make these phone calls, I'm going to send these emails and and literally focus on just doing that, not picking up your phone, not doing any of these other distractions and just say, I'm going to do this for 30 minutes, I'm going to do this for an hour. Uh, And you really focus on it. It's crazy how much you can accomplish in that time and then just be like, whoa, um, where else am I wasting time? Uh, How can I be more effective with my time and, and get more things done? The cell phone thing drives me crazy. 
Oh my god! I watch people work and they have their fucking phone out and they're like, they work for like for five seconds and then some ding noise goes off and they're like, oh, oh, someone liked my Instagram post that I had a filter on, so it's not even really me. You're like, what are you doing? Fucking turn that shit off. You know, like it. I don't know. Like unless it's my wife or kid calling, like there's no reason to be checking your phone. Like you don't, you know, just because you got three likes on your Twitter fucking thread. Yeah, it doesn't matter. Get your shit done that you need to work on. If you want to schedule social media time, that's like for me, like I schedule social media time. I try and like, okay, like I need to absorb some of this stuff, like what's going on in the world. And, you know, I do that for like five minutes, you know, and it's, I I know when it's scheduled because it's whenever I eat, you know, street food here in Bali and I got to visit the, uh, you know, the, the hole in the ground. Um, you know, that's when I check social media. Okay. So that's the way it goes. Uh, you know what? I'm gonna not gonna lie. I am guilty of checking my phone sometimes too much uh, at work, and it's usually when I'm sitting down, right? When I'm sitting at my desk uh, and working on stuff, and for whatever reason, I just have just check it too much. Uh, so it's, I try to sit down too much because at least if I'm moving around, then then I'm not uh, don't have the uh, the urge to check the phone. Uh, but yes, it, it is something that I do need to work on uh, even more uh, with my as we're talking about being effective and being productive and, and being consistent. I need to consistently stay off my phone more. Well, have you ever put your phone in your pocket and you're like, did it vibrate? I think it vibrated. And you check it and you're like, it never <coughs> vibrated. You're like, motherfucker, like your leg is twitching. Like it's, it's, <laughs> I don't know. I, I, I don't know how to, <laughs> I don't know how to eliminate that, but what, what is your thought about, um, like removing the phone from your life? I mean, yeah, I mean, yes. Well, there's there's two things. Like, yes, it, it is a distraction, right? We do. I, I catch myself doing the, the mindless scrolling or the checking the different apps and uh, from time to time. Um, versus, you know, obviously it is a tool, though, a very effective tool. How we can communicate, how we can get our message out, how we can be that light, you know, which which you know uh, is part of you know whether it's using it to record my videos, using it to create my content, using it to post the content that I create, you know, um, you know, it, it is something, a tool that we do have to use depending on what we're doing. Um, but it's just a matter of, of getting on it and doing what you have to do. And then yes, getting off of it and not, not get caught in the mindless scrolling and, and clicking and, and going down the rabbit hole of videos or shorts or whatever it is real um, sometimes. Well, so one of, one of my tricks is whatever platform I don't use, like where that I produce content. Cause a lot, a lot of people like the people who are the lighthouse, who are the like big ass lighthouses in front of the giant fucking rocks, like kind of the Gary V's or the Grant Cardone's or, you know, who else that, you know, is kind of in the space that we follow. The, at least from my experience, like the content that I I produce like, so those individuals do not, they don't consume the content. Does that make sense? So like they're, they're only producing content. They're not actually sitting there consuming the content. Um, so the, the apps that I use, at least for on my phone are only the ones that I produce on. So those are the only ones that I'm able to consume. And it's just one of those. So like I used to have TikTok, and I would catch myself. I'm like, Oh, you know, I'm sitting here on the toilet you know, let's uh, let's uh, open up the old TikTok. I would sit on the toilet. My wife's like, "Are you okay in there? Like, are you are you paralyzed on the toilet? What are you doing? Like, you know." And then, sure enough, you you, you know, you get off the darn you know 
the porcelain, you know, bowl, and all of a sudden your legs are, you know, asleep, and you're like, oh well, maybe TikTok can convince me to sit here longer. So I've just removed those things. So like, I don't have, I don't have TikTok. I don't have. Uh, I now have Instagram back, but I, I don't do that. I removed Twitter from my phone and just now have it on my laptop. So when I produce content, it just goes to my laptop. Um, and so I don't have that like notification thing. So that's one of the hacks that I've done is just absolutely <laughs> just holding it really hard on my screen and then hitting the little minus sign and deleting it from my life. <laughs> I mean, that's, that's the way to do it. Um, if you're not, if you're not using it, uh, let's not have it. Uh, damn distractions. One, thing, <laughs> one app you should be using is any app that you can listen to this podcast and subscribe like, share, comment, leave a review. Uh, those are the apps you should have on your phone uh, because, you know, we appreciate it. We're trying to grow our show. And the only way we can do it is with you out there listening and sharing the show and helping us out. So, uh, yeah, take some action and, and share, like, subscribe. It, uh, what, do you th- what do you think about the ads on podcasts? What do, what do you think about that? What is your opinion? Uh, I fast forward them or I listen to shows that have no ads. <laughs> I was thinking about that. I was like, these shows with these damn ads, do they not figure out that we have this little fast forward button on our fucking phones that literally <laughs> reduces any consumption of these advertisements? And I was thinking, I was like, you know, once we get to a point where we've, you know, we've got thousands and tens of thousands of downloads, I don't know if we're going to be running ads, you know, because I think, I think just the... I think the consistency of actual having a conversation, not being interrupted, is just such a better listening experience. And if you've enjoyed this listening experience, yeah, do do exactly what Nate said and just just subscribe or like or share or do one of those things. And uh, we'll we'll keep producing the content for free, getting paid zero. And all you got to do is just pay the piper with subscribing and liking and sharing. Yes, yeah, so we really do appreciate. Uh, and, and yeah, it's in, as you're saying, that, it's just one of those things that, yeah, I'm sure, um, by doing that, eventually we'll have, I don't know, we'll have a huge following and we'll find other ways to generate, uh, you know, revenue from doing the podcast. But it is, it, I think having that, that genuine conversation, that back and forth and not all of a sudden, you know, that it's this pre-recorded ad in the middle of, a, of like, they're just talking and the movement stops and Hey, uh, listen here, do you need a better t-shirt? Uh, are you dehydrated? I don't know. Whatever, whatever the the random things are, when you're just like, oh my gosh, you know, just it stops dead middle. Like, like oh, it's hit been <laughs> at eighteen. Now the ad needs to start. It's just, uh, it's uh, there's there's a couple shows I listen to who have really consistent ads, and you know, they're they're flying in planes that like cost hundreds of millions of dollars. And I'm like, what are you doing running ads, bro? Come on, man. Like I, and I get it. It's a revenue source. You're a capitalist. I, I understand. And these, these companies are trying to grow just like we are. And you know, if I, if I saw any, you know, value in posting ads on other podcasts, I might. Um, but the one thing I've really been thinking about is trying to be a guest on podcasts. You and I talk a lot about, Hey, it'd be really cool to have a guest. And then you kind of look out in the world and you're like, who the hell am I going to invite on to be the pod, you know, on the podcast? Like it's really difficult to kind of vet people, uh, with what they're saying. I don't know if they just read a Tim Ferriss book and they're just going to vomit all that information out at us. And I was thinking about it. I'm like, we have such a great resource in the sense that we have a library of content that we've been consistently producing. 
hell, maybe we maybe we could be guests. You know what I mean? And then I was I was thinking about this week. One of the tasks to to accomplish is just emailing all these podcast hosts and they're like, hey, like, hey, bro, like, what you, you want a little you want a little you want a little guest action? You know, a little you know share of audiences. You know, I I don't know. What what do you think about that? I think it'd be fun to be a guest. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's just a matter of, uh, um, yeah, I, you know, event, I think it's a matter of just we producing and growing as our, our brand, our own individual brands. And then, and then it's just going to happen. Right. I mean, like who, who's not going to want to interview you about, you know, the adventures and your trips and your, your travels. Like, I mean, that's just cool. You know, that, why, why wouldn't they want to know about that? I mean, you know, so, I mean, it's, it is bound to happen to be on the, be on some podcasts and, and we are going to have some guests eventually. We keep talking about it. We keep bringing it up, but eventually we, we will have some, uh, some guests. So you, you don't always have to listen to me and JC just, uh, you know, r- talking and, and going back and forth in our ridiculousness. You can, you can have someone else, uh, you know, drop some knowledge for you and, uh, and help you take some action. Yeah. The next episode, we actually booked Joe Rogan. So if you want to, you know, subscribe, <laughs> so, no, I'm just kidding. But uh, all right, Nate, I got to go. I got to go uh, have some lunch and then get to work. But really appreciate it, buddy. We'll, uh, we'll talk to you next week. I'm going to be – I don't know where the hell I'll be. I'll still be in Bali, just I don't know which part of the island. Man, that's awesome. Well, have some fun. Be safe out there. And, uh, yeah, until next week, take some action. All right.